Welcome back to another installment of the Roll Blob Podcast. I'm Coop Ledford. I'm here with Andy and Cap. Today we're going to talk about Drake, the letter six, and Chipper Jones. Stay tuned. Welcome to the podcast. If you appreciate us coming at you at 9.45 on a Wednesday night, go ahead and throw a 69 cents of Bitcoin if it's burning a hole in your pocket. And if not, no sweat. But welcome to the podcast, boys. Breaking news, baseball was still happening last night. Yeah, like it was the best time of the year, the fall classic. We had an electric matchup between the Milwaukee Braves and the NL Central's own Houston Astros. We've been waiting for this for decades we have. It was it was clash of the rectangles. I mean, they all right. So Andy asked me to give my breakdown. I mean, John Smoltz just like brought his stuff. I mean, obviously you got to go up against fucking Craig Biggio and fucking Lance. I want to say McDonald. But what's Lance's last name? Lance McAllister. Lance McAllister, obviously <laughs> from McAllister's Deli. Um, but at the end of the day, there's no stopping Chipper Jones. I mean, at the end, of the day, that's what it's going to come down to. So Chipper really brought his stuff, and I hardly know her, but definitely Chipper. I mean, it was Ch- Chipper had, he, was, he was easily the MVP. It'll so, be one I'll never forget. Right there with 2012 and 2015, I will never forget when Chipper Jones uh, took took the series in his own hands. I mean, yeah, that's I mean, going three for three and hit a hit a bomb uh, to really seal the deal. Uh, and it was really, I knew the Braves really had it in their hands when Rafael Fercal was able to steal third on Nolan Ryan. I know that's and, what you know. Oh yeah, because like, we all knew that Nolan Ryan, Craig Biggio pitcher, uh, that battery was going to be like really tough to. Like steal base against, but he said, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it anyway. He took third on him and really established his dominance. And we all, we love a good dominant here. That we do. Uh, so wow, we, yeah. we pay a lot of attention to rectangles, but low key last night was the first night in a long time where watching Atlanta win a world series. I like legit had hope and not for me, but for my friends to maybe one day secure happiness. And I don't think it happens in the 2020s. I think someday in the 2030s though, Cincinnati professional sports will have its day. I think, playoff I think win. it will happen someday. That's, that's, that's a true. A, a, a playoff win might give us the same feeling as it gives other franchises, like winning an actual title. Like if the Bengals went to the playoffs this year and beat actually anybody first round, like I, that'd be huge. <laughs> like, it'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's cool. Even if we don't win the next one, like, that's what, like the best season we've ever had. So what better like title is it. there than having a banner that says Wild Card Weekend Champions? Hang the banner. Yeah. I mean, I've seen banners for less. Yeah. <laughs> like fictional NCAA championships. In all seriousness, yeah. Though, yeah, true. It can't be stated how hard it is to not do anything for 30 years. We have to try really, really hard. hard. That's There's what really I'm hoping to that's done that little in 30 years. That's almost I'm as impressive. I've accomplished that in my career. Not do anything for 30 years. Yeah. Just take the check and be like, all right, I'm just going to do nothing, nothing for 30 years. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dream. 
That's the dream. Yeah. Like it's, 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 it's almost impre- as impressive as having a 17 parlay where every team loses. I'm going to, I'm going to say this. I will guarantee that for every year, the Bengals do nothing. I will match that by doing nothing at some point in my life. So yeah. I will have to pick a day after I retire, after I retire, let's, <laughs> You know, when, depending on when they stop, I plan on being around for a while. All right, so I have to do a 38-year fast of anything starting today. Whenever All right. Wow. Might be a long time. I'm going to have to do it in the metaverse. I don't know. So starting today, um, so is it going to be the day they actually win a playoff game? That's when you're going to start your clock? That's when it's – well, that's when I make the commitment. Okay. At a date, TBT. So T- TBT to TBD – at a date in the basketball tournament, I will I will make that commitment. That's big time. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully not. But, we'll see. but I, I guess we'll bring it back to back to the train tracks, no pun on, on the Houston Astros Stadium. The Braves were able to take it in the most powerful number known to man, which is six. Just screams power. Especially we all know. Like, we all know that six is the most dominant number there is. Like there's powerful. a reason. There's a reason. Major. Yes, very, very major. Major number. That's a major number. Uh, and I, it's, I mean, it's my dream to have a six next to my name. This, honestly, though, like, and obviously we're going to talk about the rankings and all stupid bullshit. But my favorite thing is just the tweet about Mike Oresco. And this is just like top shelf. This is like the brand, like, this is like that brandy, that old scotch you get out and just put an ice cube in there and just, oh, dude. Mike Oresco, per a verified Twitter account, has said that they don't plan on stopping the power six narrative. They only plan on ramping it up even further. Because that there is nothing. Like, honestly, I respect the amount of effort he's putting in to accomplishing nothing. Like going backwards and still acting like you are going forward. It's peak Mark Londo. Now, I'll never commit to doing nothing longer than the American Athletic Conference. That's just something I can't commit to. Well, see, they're doing see, something. They're going backwards, which is – it is something. So they're failing something. at doing nothing. 50-50 chance. Yeah. Nothing is something. Something is nothing. But something is wrong because the American Athletic Conference, if they plan to keep pushing this power six thing, like people are going to do it like fans of – the schools that are in that conference, like Charlotte and the University of North Texas, like they're going to be like, hell yeah, we're a power six conference. They also probably showed up in Dallas yesterday uh, with QAnon thinking that they would see Kobe Bryant, Robin Williams, and Dale Earnhardt there coming back from the dead, which actually did happen. But uh, like what, what did they do when Kobe Bryant didn't come from the dead? at this QAnon thing, it's like the same reaction that these fans of the University of North Texas, which probably is not in North Texas, it's going to be like, one day it's going to hit them like, we're not power six. Maybe. You get what I'm saying? Here's my thing. I hope that somewhere in like low major circles, there's like, okay, there's like a mid-14 conferences, and then there's like a sub-seven. I hope there's some lower conference like mid-15 <laughs> like the mid like major area. I, I just hope there's like a low major version of the American. Like you, have, you have the fun belt out there, out there. Like, yeah. we are a proud mid major. We, we are, are the mid 15. Or I the just, Mac. 
Like they pro- like they know they're a mid major. They play on Tuesdays and Wednesdays. There's no hiding that. And that that's and the, like they embrace it. That's, that's what's the, fun about it. That's the beauty of them. Like they know that on Tuesday nights we want to just sit back, grab a beer, and just laugh at the quarterback stumbling over his offensive lineman and then getting hit and fumbling it to the back of the end zone. We want yeah, to see exactly. these field goals. That's why they I went like to Bowling F- Green. Team. Like. I feel like I've literally seen clips on like ESPN Plus of their games where like the camera isn't even panned into the action. It's like panned into like they? the back of the field while the action's going on over here. Wait, so it's not panned to the action, it's panned to the back action? It's panned all the way to the back action. All the way into the back of that back action. It's just, you know, it is what it is. I still watched Ohio and Miami of Ohio instead of the World Series yesterday. As and in, I'm not afraid to admit the, it. It was 28 to nothing. Sure. 28 to nothing, Ohio in full command. And I watched it, honestly, all the way till the end. Miami almost came back. But well, were you like, locked into the phenomenal were locked, game? Uh, were you locked into the Macron game? The Macron game, uh, I actually do not get CBS Sports Network, so no, I was not. That's a shame. You call yourself a uh, future football writer of America? Chipper Jones frowns upon you. But – so, guys, so this, this Power Six conference of ours, what is the best top-to-bottom program in that league now? Is, is Temple the cream of the crop? Uh, they're, That's a they're great a, question. They're in athletic ten, Atlantic, ten, Atlantic 10. Like, who went from Charmander to Charizard now that this thing is gone? Like, who's the, who's the man now? Like, who's, who's Billy Madison holding the dog? It, it's got to be Memphis, I guess. It's got – oh, yeah, it's Memphis. And exactly. it's, see, Memphis is a program where, like, you kind of forget they're in there because we make so much fun of it. Yeah. That you're like yeah. – you kind of forget that Memphis is, like, a known brand that, that you, you don't group right. them with them. You think yeah. of the Tulsanes and UTEP. Memphis I feel like Memphis like got left years. out because other conferences already assumed that Memphis had left that conference. It's like, oh, yeah, and – we're, they're like coming up with this list of names, and then like they submit their new grouping of teams. They're like, "Oh shit, we forgot Memphis," and everyone did that because they're like, "Oh no, they're probably already taken." Yeah, I just feel like they had slipped through the cracks. Like Memphis doesn't belong yeah, in they're, that they're conference. Thinking they're gonna sit there. I don't know where they belong, but I'm not gonna ask Memphis to the prom. I'm sure, Memphis has been asked out already. Yeah, sure. exactly, yeah, exactly. Totally get that. Or pay it's someone to go with them. It's going to be interesting where they go with this because, like, I feel like they're not, like, an obvious candidate for, like, a, a big conference, but they're also not Rice and North Texas bad. Yeah, they're just left in no true. man's land, which their, like their boards were absolutely there. hysterical the day that all that came out. It's wild, dude. So, they're definitely – it smells like bitch in here. Definitely that's the new – the Memphis, it smells like bitch in here is for sure. And then you have, like, Wichita is good at basketball, but, like, there's not another, like, really, really good program in there. It's It's – it's the barren wasteland now. Memphis and some fucking dudes. Yeah, which, Where like, do you I'm, think the conference championship will be held? Will it still be at Bojangles Arena in like rural North Carolina? Or will they move it somewhere else? Well, I mean, you have 50 states to choose from. Um, so, I mean, they've got a lot of different options uh, with where they go there. And I'm sure like with the amount that the schools are spread out, if they could choose any city, it's going to be in the center of the conference in somewhere, in some way. So it'll be in Memphis. I guess, I mean, probably. They prob- it'll be in the Phallic Center. Yeah. yeah uh, I will let Memphis they'll, host they'll that conference tournament. Special. Yeah. I, w- I will let Memphis uh, host their conference tournament 
if they make the phallic center again. And I'm what? talking the stripes as the veins. And speaking of power, what the fuck does UC do? I mean, what do they having... do or what don't they do? Number two in the rankings, number six in the their own city. I, I don't fucking know what the, <laughs> a joke there, I can't think of it. But like, what do you do? You're fucked. And here's I almost tweeted this last night or something along to this effect. UC fans are gonna be wishing they had this problem in three years when they're fucking three and four. And they're gonna be wishing they're they were they had a number games. six. Like I'm telling you, they're not gonna win games in that conference. They're just not. You're, even if they're gonna, even if they're good, like even if they stay as good as they are right now, I think at best they lose three or four games a season. And that doesn't do you shit. Yeah, I mean that's fair to at least start. Obviously, they can maybe build their way up to like a Big Twelve type of team, like conference championship type of team. But right now, you see like pending like a 2007 season type of miracle. I don't see a way for them to even honestly crack the top four at any point this season you'd have to have georgia lose to nobody you would then have to have alabama lose to auburn then you'd have to have auburn win the sec probably over georgia you'd have to have probably let's just say michigan state beat ohio state went out win the big 10 then you'd have to have oklahoma just lose a bunch of games you don't have to have oregon lose at least one more game You'd it's have just, to go on. It, it's impossible. So gonna, many things have to go wrong. And this is like their ideal season. Like, they they beat – now, we did say this. They did prove to the committee that Notre Dame sucked. That was their own fault. They could have had a really good loss on their resume and taken that that's true. committee and be like, hey, we got a really good loss and a bunch of – That's what Alabama did. It worked I mean, for them. Or you can just prove the committee that this team sucks and now we have no good wins. Do you want a good loss? Or no good wins. I mean, it's, the answer simple. Now, had they not struggled against Tulane and Navy, things might be different. But that honestly could be the case. I mean, and, I don't know really too many teams then, that struggle. And if you really, against if you watch the Navy. tape, if you did watch the tape of the Notre Dame UC game, they did struggle against Notre Dame as well. They, they did also not, struggled against Indiana. They Indiana really and the first half Indiana. of Murray State. That Indiana. In Indianapolis. In in the Maryland. Why would college game day go to this game when you could do UC versus ranked SMU next week? And it's simple. It is simple. Because they know that we are available this weekend to be their guest pickers. I mean, that just makes That's true. Sense. Now, here's the question. Do you think that UC fans have already started making signs, or is it too late? No, to they, they got to do it two weeks early. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or else it doesn't, it doesn't have no, the right power. I almost wish that I didn't have to work on Saturday and the three of us could go down to college game day and make a big Tulsane sign. Because oh, they do play Tulsa. They do play Tulsa. But if we could have a Tulsane sign with the green wave and it says Tulsane and it says, like, go green hurricane, hold it up, just go crazy, that would Dude, be priceless. I could bring my logo that like combines like the wrong name on the right logo. Yeah. Or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, there could it be says, uh, each one. You could bring the Tulsa and the Tulane thing and they're just opposite logos. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think I made both of those. You did, that'd yeah. Be, yeah. Dope. Then Andy in the middle was Tulsane. Yeah, that'd be a real good time. That would oh, we'll be a camp out early. Yeah. Right we'll behind you. So. Yeah, we'll get them next time. And all yeah, I got to yeah. say yeah. is if they do find a way to sneak in, 
Go Georgia. All I got to say to that voice. That video is going to be making a return oh if, if somehow God. chaos happens, which we do root for chaos. I will and- paint the white and the black. And then it comes the red in Samson Stadium. <laughs> like, Honestly, I'm kind no, of rooting for I, that because now, the Twitterverse yeah, and the, the chaos is just going to be so much fun. And as a Notre Dame fan, I've been hearing the whole we don't belong in the playoff for years because every because the both times we were in it, we just got fucking smacked by the best team in the nation. It is time they get the same treatment. I can use the same comments. Oh, you would eat that alive. Dude. I would enjoy every thing. second of it. Here's what I want, though. I want, like, what's the best story in college football? Because I want them to lose, and I want UC to make it just close enough and then play that team all pissed off and lose 55 to nothing. A la Tim Tebow. Like, who can yeah. you piss off and have them lose and you have them just play right in that next bowl and just get get UC and get them nice and pissed off and get them, you know, a nice little 52 to nothing dog. That, you know, it would probably be a team like Alabama or yeah. Michigan. Somewhere, Michigan State, someone uh, that's do, pretty highly UK, ranked UC. right now. Let's do UK, UC. Uh, yeah, that would that'd be, that'd be fun. I don't, I don't see UC being ranked as high as UK. Go Coyotes. I, I, I don't know. We got to do UC. <laughs> Fucking Rick Browning the other day. I don't remember what happened. I mentioned I was in Lexington. He just responded, go C-A-Y-U-U-T-S. Yeah, go Coyotes. It took me about five seconds. I'm like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. I'm like, go Coyotes. Well, go Coyotes. <laughs> go Coyotes. Go Coyotes. Uh, love some rowing. Guys, there there will be a day here real soon where we'll be having a beer with Rick Rowe. He asked me if I was going to be at Dana's before the game. So, I mean, that was essentially, hey, come get a beer with me. So, I'm just going to say there's it's a matter of time. We're, we're big time. We are big time. We did. Did we make I'm, it? I'm probably the sixth or seventh guy he DM'd. Hey, you're going to be at Dana's. <laughs> hey, right. The sixth. Hey, you went to make some money. That's, that is a powerful spot, my dude. You yeah, made yeah, it. Yeah. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know, I'm just saying. <laughs> Like, I honestly, I'd kill to be number six. Where did you guys, before we get off this, because I found this way too funny. And I wasn't even, like, I don't track college football like that. Like, I'll check scores. I watch a little bit on Saturdays. But, like, I didn't know this shit was coming out, like, those rankings. So, it just caught me off guard. Like, the tweet popped up. I saw the graphic. and just cracked up laughing. Like, just fucking cackled on my phone. Like, did you guys know the rankings were coming out? And, like, what the fuck yeah. did you expect you see to be? I was like, in the middle of watching. Like, like, three or four. I was in the middle of watching. At Macron play whoever the fuck they were playing. I was watching State. some action. Oh, they're playing Ball State. Okay. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So Macron was playing Ball of State, and right. then I saw looked on Twitter. I saw, oh shit. Okay, Michigan State's number three. Oh shit, those come out today. What like? Right. Who, who's number four? And then so, I turned it on for number four, and I saw. I, not you. You saw. You saw number four. I did, yes. I wow. missed number three. I but was, I did uh, make it to was, number six. I was going number two while the rankings came out. And uh, UC was actually exactly where I thought they'd be. I actually tweeted my prediction uh, Monday, and I had UC at six. Like, I figured that's where they would be just because in years past, um, I actually did a podcast last year 
talking about college football rankings and stuff. And then I decided that was just too much. And then I fully committed 100% to the roll ball podcast and cut that one out of my life. But you see um, last year, they thought for a long time that they would be like in that top four, especially with other teams not playing as many games as them. And the committee paid them zero respect They're I don't even know if they cracked the top six last year. Uh, despite going undefeated throughout the regular season. So I figured group of five team has no chance. They've made that clear. Like, they have no chance. And so uh, once I saw Alabama, especially at number two with two – or with a loss, I'm like, okay, yeah, UC's number six. Like, it's inevitable. Guys, I've so, actually got pretty funny breaking news. And I'll just read you this, this tweet via John, uh, from at John Ralstein. Check mark. Uh-oh. Source. Bowling Green's Samari Curtis has received a waiver from the NCAA and is eligible for the 21-22 season. Transfer from Evansville, period. Began his career at Nebraska, period. Originally committed to Cincinnati, period. He didn't put at the very end and originally committed to Xavier, period. I just got to – dude, in 2024, this is going to be a long tweet. Like, <laughs> oh, man. Guard, Samari Curtis received a waiver. Transfer from blah, blah, blah. Began his career at blah, blah, blah. Transfer from blah, blah, blah. Like, that's going to be – Originally committed to blah blah blah. That's gonna be a pretty long tweet one day. Man. It's gonna be like that um that Browns jersey of the quarterbacks. Right. <laughs> He's I been playing since Obama was president. Day, That's wild. He's been in college like probably since what 2012. Has he even played a season? Uh, let's look. Uh, I'll look up Samari Curtis's stats real quick. Because he committed to Xavier, committed at Cincinnati, transferred to Nebraska. No, no, original. Then he started at Nebraska. Right. Then went to Evansville, and now he's at Bowling Green. That's five schools. I don't even know if he's played a season yet. I mean, he's he's bouncing around. Like, he could start his own conference with just the teams that he's – I don't want to say played for, but just Samari with Curtis the schools the he's been enrolled in. Oh, shit. Oh, well, last year at Evansville, he averaged 10 points a game. Oh, so he has played point, a season. He, uh, point power assists, so .6 assists per game. So we know he's he's a facilitator. So let's see. So he's played one season. He's committed to at least five schools. So yes. right. a year of eligibility. He's on a twenty-five school pace. Correct. Yes. That's not. He bad. will have been enrolled at twenty-five universities. That's a whole AP poll, and we'll end up playing for four of them. You figure you change schools about once every two months, give or take. Over think, five years. I think you need to uh, get like a Twitter account just to see where the fuck he is anymore. So, oh, Samari Curtis tracker? Like, yeah, or like, you know, like the, the app or whatever, the website that tracks Santa Claus? Like, right. Like SC, Samari Curtis, like we could have some kind of, where's SC? Damn. SC tracker? Currently committed to blah, blah, blah. All right, now yeah. the real question is, what school is next? What school will Let's he be see. enrolled in on January 5th? There's got to be a pattern. I don't know if it's geographically, if it's alphabetically. So let's see. He was at Evansville, then in Bowling Green, just going geographically. He's going to have to be somewhere in Canada next. I got it. I got it. I got it. Geographical. Yeah. All right. So he started. That's in Canada. So he started at Xavier, which is in Cincinnati. Then he went to Cincinnati. So a small move. And then he went down to Nebraska. Right. And then he went up to Evansville, Indiana, then Bowling Green, Ohio. Okay. He's starting to make a six. 
So in order to continue the six, he'll probably have to go a little bit southeast. So he is going to end up at Ohio State. <laughs> yes, future Buckeye, Samari Curtis. Damn, I'm going to write this story right now. Coop Ledford, known basketball writer. <laughs> All I want to know is, I just miss those UC tweets of just like sticking it to us when they got Samari Curtis. That's the biggest yeah. win they've had in a long time. At least the biggest win ever, Xavier. Exactly. That was a big win. Wow. Yeah, they, that's fair. That was a win over Xavier. So you and they really showed us. Like, who was that guy that felt like they were always in college? It's going to be Samari Curtis in like 28 different jerseys. Oh, man. That's true. You know, what if he's just like preparing for his future man cave? Yeah. Like, you know, you'll go to like someone's basement and they have like their college jersey and their high school jersey just hanging up. It's like he'll have like a whole ton of them, and he can pick which one's convenient to him. Yeah. Like if Nebraska and Evansville are playing each other, whoever's winning, he can be like, "Oh yeah, that's who I was rooting for." Like I'm a big Evansville Aces fan. When he gets out, he'll just go to games and he'll be like, "Yeah, somewhere Curtis visiting his alma mater," like and just say it on like forty different broadcasts. Right. There's a I really lot can't wait for the Samari Curtis revenge games. See, I think he's just building himself. <laughs> yeah. he, he's building an empire right now. Like, he really is. Uh, he can have a, he his is. own, like, commitment stand of schools he actually went to. <laughs> That's true. He'll wake up. He'll have that set up in his house and just, like, decide, like, where he wants to, like, mentally go to school that day. All right, <laughs> what am I alumni? Right. It's like he's basically like Drake picking, like, what team he likes that day. Right. It's like, oh, yeah, he's wearing a Philadelphia 76ers jersey. And it's like, wait, aren't you a part owner of the Raptors who they're playing today? And then suddenly he's in a Raptors jersey. Or when UK and UConn played each other in the national title game, like, that was probably, like, what, 10 years ago by now? I mean, he started the game. 2011, man. You got to know that. that. That was at least 10 no, years wait, no, ago. No, wait, no, it was 2000, fuck. 2014 March Madness NCAA tournament Drake started the game wearing a Kentucky jersey UConn wins I believe then he's in the locker room wearing a UConn sweatshirt it's like where'd you get that that quick that's that's Curtis if you want an entertaining minute just go type in Drake Kentucky on YouTube that is just really I mean he was in the fucking layup line dude what the fuck was the world he he totally looked like like that freshman, that the freshman that just got called up to varsity. Oh, dude, that shit is cold, dude. I don't think he got within six feet of the rim on that shot. <laughs> he didn't no, use his legs enough. Close. I mean, Lavar thinks that shot was fucking terrible. That was wild. Boys, are we ready to transition into what really matters? And that is Xavier basketball. Oh, that's right. We are a Xavier, Xavier basketball, basketball scrimmage. Scrimmage. Secret scrimmage. We're not supposed See, to know what happened, but we have inside sources. That's dude, true. When are these things going to fucking end, dude? They're not secret. They're not super. They are scrimmages. But they're not super and they're not secret. They're only one-third of what they say they are. What was a secret, though, was the dunk contest at Musketeer Madness. It was suddenly a secret, even though they announced, yes, we're having a three-point contest followed by a dunk contest. Then they said, hey, we're canceling the dunk contest because there's a dog on TikTok, basically. 
and it right. gets 17 likes on Twitter and everyone's <laughs> freaking out. And the next thing you know, there's a dunk contest and then they offer some rebuttal tweet that no one read. And then was they're it that hiding, they have TikTok? They, yeah, it actually was. Um, and then they say, hey, we're kind of playing Vanderbilt, but we don't want you to know about it. What's next? It's like, oh, hey, we actually already played our season. It's just when, when, when will we know when these guys are telling the truth? They get a new scoreboard and start acting different. Here's Samari Curtis on our roster. <laughs> yeah, surprise. So have you followed XU Athletics on Twitter yet? I'm not going to. I'm no, not I even... refuse. I'm not yeah. going to follow him on TikTok. Now, the real no, question absolutely is, not. for this exhibition against Ferris State on Friday, am I able to stream it? The answer is probably going to be no. But are you able to or are you allowed to? Because you are able to. I am capable. Actually, I don't know if I'm capable. I only have one arm right now. You are, Patrick, capable Mm. of doing that. But will you? I mean, I think I am. I don't have the balls to do it. This one would be tough to shut down. Well, yeah, it'd be a oh. Because one, they're going to be fucking busy. Like, it's going to be like a game day environment. It's not going to be. Like, hey, it's me and my fucking boys. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they're going to have shit to do. That, that is true. Yeah. They're like, going to be preoccupied. They're going to be preoccupied. And, like, they, have, they will have Josh Martinez to distract them. Why don't they just fucking cast it on fucking Xavier.com? <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I watch the game. I just don't want to drive to, you know, a four-hour round trip to go watch an exhibition. Look, when they were playing in Spain, we could go to – whatever that shady website was and watch them play like a team flow sports from progressive, like progressive was airing the game on their commercials. Still giving them nine ninety nine a month. (laughs) Yeah. Forget to cancel. That was was their goal. Yeah, Yeah. it probably was. But if we could watch them play in Spain in like a, a gym where the whole wall was just glass and the sun was like beating right into the camera lens, like, of course, like, why can't we watch them play Ferris State or Vanderbilt in an exhibition game? I really don't get it. Dude. Like, there's all the capability in the world to do it. It would be the easiest fucking thing. Like, Especially when it's, like, your only sport that you, like, really, like, promote. And the only people watching would be the fucking diehards. Like, you, me, and our hundred closest friends would be the only ones fucking watching. Like, I, I doubt it would get more than 300 views. There's no way. Probably not. Oh, but Bradley might be, might be taking a look. So that might be why, but, like, I just don't understand who loses with that being televised other than the fans. Oh, yeah, clearly I, we lost. Correct. Maybe yeah, maybe lost. fucking uh, – maybe Zach Hankins will stream it. They won't shut that down. No, they would never well, shut no. down Hanky McSpanky. What I would suggest, though, Andy, or anyone going to the Ferris State exhibition game – and mainly for you, Andy, you're one-armed right now, right? You're half a Apparently, man. yes. You're half a man. You can't, like, do this, and it's like, oh, I need to, like, do something else with this hand. What you're going to have to do is strap your phone to your forehead Not and have that. a POV, a Picarello of you, so to speak. And then you're just going to have to stand there, look around. That's We're watching the game as you would watch the game. Yes. However – Accidentally flip the camera and just show the people behind you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're going for. Two hours of just crowd reaction. <laughs> watch, watch Xavier shut it down. 
<laughs> and they'll know something good happened because that lady cheered. Exactly. Be like yeah, Uncle Rico on Napoleon Dynamite style. That would be the most on-brand thing I've ever done. <laughs> that would be hilarious. Or <laughs> right, like I have now lost my car, and <laughs> I've lost the game I was watching. And you're digging. Where the fuck is the game? <laughs> right the fuck in front of me. And like the, all the comments would be like, "Turn the camera around," but it's strapped to my head, so I can't see him. <laughs> right. And then you guys, and then and then and then, Mark Titus woke up and chose violence. I did coop hack Mark Titus's Twitter. You did. You hacked it. You must have. That was actually pretty funny. Good to see Mark Titus getting in the getting in the game. Yeah. yeah. Man, Mark Titus is a known troll, but because we know how, how big of a Xavier fan he is, I mean, he acts like an Ohio right. State fan there. But like, it's all part of the shtick. Of course. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a bit like comedy's just funny lies at the end of the day. If you ever feel bad about lying, just say it was for comedy and brush it off. Yeah. <laughs> it was exactly. a joke, ma'am. Exactly. But it really did hit me hard yesterday. Xavier basketball will be happening in less than a week. Actual real games you can watch on television, not have to have streamed or get shut down. A certain uh, Kentucky linebacker can count the days on one hand. <laughs> He actually can, yeah. Thank you. And that comes full circle. How many fingers does he have on one hand? Power. Six. Pow. Thank you, Andy Piccarilla. Pow right in the sixer. 